Hello, hello. This story is called Nate the Crepe and the Earth Day Robot. And I'm here today with Harper and Holden. And it's a chapter book. It's a chapter book. So and I've been complaining today because my brother has been messing with my books. And his, and his other brother, Baby Sawyer, been been ripping it. Baby Sawyer been ripping it? Yeah. Not, not Baby Holden? No. (laughs) All right, chapter one. My name is Nate the Great. I am a detective. I'm also a student in Mr. Scolari's class in room 236. Our class project for the Earth Day Fair was a robot, a small round robot that runs on solar batteries. The robot's name is Mr. Butler. Mr. Butler is programmed to vacuum dirt off the floor. Mr. Butler was invented by Esmeralda. Esmeralda is the smartest person in the entire school, maybe the entire world. She's my second best friend. My number one best friend is Sludge, my dog. Sludge is also a great detective. But dogs are not allowed at school, so Esmeralda is my best friend at school. Whenever someone whistles, Mr. Butler lights up and shouts, Clean up time! Yum yum dirt! Yum yum dirt! Yum yum dirt! His motor starts up. He rolls across the floor. He sweeps and vacuums dirt and dust as he goes. Sounds like our Roomba. The dirt and dust disappear. It is a Roomba. Yeah. The dirt and dust disappear into his compartment. Mr. Butler loves dirt, even more than I love pancakes. And I, Nate the Great, really love pancakes. In two days, our class was supposed to be entering Mr. Butler and was supposed to be entering Mr. Butler in the school Earth Day Fair. There was just one problem. Mr. Butler had run away, and nobody knew where he was. Chapter 2, The Robot Whistler. Mr. Sklari looked unhappy. Our Mr. Butler is lost, he said. Everyone in class turned and looked at Claude. Claude is always losing things, and we need to find him, Mr. Sklari continued. Everyone in class turned and looked at me. I guess I have a new case to solve, I said. We know that Mr. Butler was here yesterday afternoon. And he's not here this morning. Is anyone at school at night? Only Dusty, the custodian, Mr. Scolari said. Then I must speak to him, I said. He comes in during the evening, Mr. Scolari said. Then I need to check the other classrooms, I said. I will go on a search mission. Remember that Mr. Butler starts up when you whistle, Esmeralda said. So be sure to whistle while you search. And Nate the Great's got his magnifying glass on, and he's got his his hat on, his detective hat. He's always wearing his hat. Yeah, and he's ready to go find Mr. Butler. Chapter 3, High Tech Hex. Miss Schomer's class is in room 237, right next to Mr. Scolari's class. It seemed like a good place to begin the search. I introduced myself. Class has already started, said Rosamund, who was seated in the front. So I will call you Nate the Late. Rosamund says a lot of strange things. That's because Rosamund is a strange person. Rosamund has four cats. She calls them Big Hex, Little Hex, Super Hex, and Plain Hex. I looked around and whistled. Then everyone whistled. It was loud. sounded horrible. Suddenly I heard something else. Was that Mr. Butler? Intruder alert! Intruder alert! Meow! Then I saw something. It was definitely not Mr. Butler. It looked like a large robot cat. 
It was headed straight for me. It had a huge camera attached to its forehead and big claws on its paws. I, Nate the Great, believe that no one should run from danger. So I decided to walk. I decided to walk very quickly. Litterbox, shouted Miss Stromer. The robot cat stopped and went to a box in the corner of the classroom. Sorry about that, Miss Stromer said. This is our project for the Earth Day Fair. It's a robot guard cat. Why not a guard dog, I asked. I looked at Rosamond. She was smiling. Of course it's a cat, I said. How silly of me. It was my great, 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 great idea, Rosamond said. His name is High Tech Hex, and he is programmed to guard the classroom. He knows the faces of everyone in our class. If a stranger comes in, he chases them away. You are a stranger. How is that an Earth Day project, I asked. Rosamond thought for a moment. Well, she thought for another moment. Real cats eat, she finally said. High Tech Hex doesn't eat, so there's more food left for the rest of the world. I'm very proud that I'm doing my part to help feed the world. And the camera, I asked. It records everything that happens here, Miss Schomer said. So we could play back the tape to see if Mr. Butler was here last night, I said. Chapter 4, Intruder Alert. Miss Schomer attached high-tech hex to a large TV screen. The video played and played and played. Nothing happened. Suddenly, we saw a man walk in. He was wearing headphones and had a bucket and a mop. He was whistling. It was Dusty. Who's Dusty? Looks like maybe he's the janitor. He cleans the rooms after school. Intruder alert! Intruder alert! Meow! Dusty looked up. He screamed. Ah! And he ran out of the classroom. High-tech Hex raced after him. Intruder alert! Intruder alert! Meow! Yelled the robot. At the doorway, high-tech Hex stopped. Then he turned and went back to his litter box. Most cats chase mice, I thought. This one chases custodians. Well, How did he get out of this screen? Who? The cat did that. Oh, that's just a video. And then this is just a picture of what actually happened. He looks surprised as he's cleaning. This one chases custodians. Well, Miss Schomer, Schomer said, that explains the dirty floor. And the video became quiet again. For a long time, nothing happened. I was getting ready to move to the next classroom. Suddenly, there was another noise. Clean up time! Yum, yum, dirt! There was Mr. Butler in the video. Probably because the, the person was making dust and he jumped into the video. And then maybe he was cleaning up all the dust. And then maybe he was climbing up dust. And then maybe he was like, I'm going to clean up all the dirt. <laughs> I like your guess. That's interesting. Okay, let's find out. Chapter 5. King Clean versus Hexzilla. The class... What is Hexzilla? I don't know. Let's find out. The class continued watching the video. Mr. Butler had entered the classroom. His brushes were spinning. Yum, yum, dirt. Yum, yum, dirt. Yum, yum, dirt. Mr. Butler was happy. High Tech Hex was not happy. Intruder alert! Intruder alert! Meow! Yelled High Tech. Intruder is someone who's coming in who's not supposed to be coming in. Um, high, and he's meowing because he's a cat. 
Uh, he raced towards Mr. Butler. Yum, yum, dirt, shouted Mr. Butler. But High Tech Hex was not interested in dirt. Mr. Butler turned toward the floor, turned toward the door and raced for the hallway. Yum, yum, dirt, he shouted again. High Tech Hex chased Mr. Butler into the hall. Intruder alert, intruder alert, meow, he yelled. Mr. Butler turned to the right and went down the hallway. He went to room 238. Thanks to High Tech Hex, the case was solved. I now knew where I could find Mr. Butler. Chapter 6, Rustin in the Rain. In room 238, the class had created a giant dark cloud. It was wet in room 238. It was also hard to see through the dark cloud. I realized that Mr. Butler might not be easy to find. Mr. Fogg is a teacher in room 238. He told me that the giant cloud could be used to keep the plants moist. It must be hard to get work done in here, I said. They're all wearing umbrellas and uh, raincoats. Part of the project is to learn how to live and work inside the cloud, he said. Mr. Fogg was wearing a raincoat. So were all the students. I, Nate the Great, did not want to live or work inside a cloud. I wanted to find Mr. Butler and, I, and leave as quickly as possible. I'm looking for a robot vacuum cleaner that our class built, I said. His name is Mr. Butler. Has anyone seen him? I could barely see in front of me. Or seen anything? There's a new vacuum cleaner in the back of the classroom, said Mr. Fogg. I don't remember it being there before. I walked slowly to the back of the room. I had to be careful. It was not easy to see. Finally, there it was, the vacuum. Shiny, squeaky clean, brand new. It was not Mr. Robot. It was not a vacuum. What, Mr. Robot? I'm sorry, it was not Mr. Butler. It was not a robot. It was just a vacuum cleaner. I asked the class to whistle. Then we all listened, then whistled again, then listened. Mr. Butler did not respond. But why? I, Nate the Great, knew the room was a bad place for Mr. Butler. He might get wet and rusty. Then I wouldn't hear him, because he would be broken. It was getting darker inside the cloud. But Mr. Fogg's class helped me search the room. There was no trace of Mr. Butler. I knew Mr. Butler had entered room 238, but he was not there anymore. I had to search the other classrooms. Chapter 7, The Garden of Tomorrow. I introduced myself to Mr. Gardner's class in room 239. Then we all whistled together. Miss Schomer's class had sounded horrible when they whistled. Mr. Gardner's class sounded worse. Our class science project, said Mr. Gardner, is fake soil. Why, I asked. A hungry world needs more fertile soil to grow what vegetables. What does fertile soil mean? It means soil that can um, grow stuff. That's it's good soil for planting and growing. Mr. Gardner pointed to several small containers of soil. Next to the containers was one large mound of extra soil. I looked at the containers. There were no vegetables growing in any of them. I took out my magnifying glass. I looked carefully in each box. I, Nate the Great, knew that the only vegetables that would grow in fake soil were fake vegetables. How do you make fake soil, I asked. It's a recipe, Mr. Gardner said. You need peat moss to hold water, pumice to hold in the air, sand to allow water and air inside, and the magic ingredient, vermiculite. Vermiculite. That's a funny word, I said. What does vermiculite do? I don't know, Mr. Gardner said. But it's in the recipe. You should have made pancakes, I said. They're easy to make, and they taste better than vegetables. I'll bet the judges would give you first prize for best-tasting project. I decided that room 239 was a dead end. I went to room 240. 
Room 240 was Mr. Tierra's class. In Room 240, they were raising giant, slimy, disgusting earthworms. Yuck. Why would anyone want giant earthworms, I asked. Snakes! Earthworms don't have faces. <laughs> in the illustration, they do, but not in real life. Earthworms are great helpers, Mr. Tierra said. They allow farmers to grow more food. Maybe they could help the class in room 239, I said. They're not growing any food. I looked around. There were giant earthworms crawling everywhere. It looks like you need, have more earthworms than you need, I said. I looked around again. I noticed there was no, also dirt and mud everywhere. A great place for Mr. Butler, a bad place for me. I searched room 240 as quickly as I could. There was no sign of Mr. Butler. I went from classroom to classroom, seeing each science project and whistling. I, Nathan Great, now had tired lips, but no Mr. Butler. It was time to go home and think. think. Okay. okay. Chapter 8 The Hound and the Mound. I sat in the backyard. What's the hound and the mound? The hound is a dog, and the mound means like a little hill. The dog trying to eat that worm. Oh, the dog's trying no, to eat the earthworm. No, trying to eat the worm. I know, let's find out. I sat in the backyard with Sledge. I was that eating pancakes. Yeah, the dog's name is Sledge. Sledge was munching a bone. Too bad they don't allow dogs in school, I said to Sledge. I need your help. Then I told... Because he's not wearing his detective hat anymore. He's wearing his regular kid clothes. I need your help. Then I told Miss Sledge about Mr. Butler. Miss Sledge? No, I told Sledge about Mr. Butler. And about high-tech hex in room 237. And the giant dark cloud in room 238. And the fake soil in room 239. And the giant earthworms in room 240. And all the other science projects in all the other rooms. I should have spent more time in room 240, I said. But the earthworms were everywhere. Maybe Mr. Butler is in room 240, hiding from the giant, slimy, disgusting earthworms. Maybe he's rusted out in room 238. It could take years to find him in that cloud. Or maybe he went back to our classroom, where it's much safer. A classroom without guards, dark clouds, earthworms, or vermiculite. Maybe we'll find... vermiculite? It's the ingredient they use in the last chapter for the soil. How is dangerous? It doesn't say it's dangerous. Oh, oh just like for, for, the, for the vacuum cleaner. He said it's, it's probably better to be in a room, in his room, instead of all the other rooms. Maybe we'll find him there this morning. In the morning, I said to Sludge. He was wagging his tail. So do you think he came back to our classroom, I asked? Sludge dug a hole in the ground. Are you going to help me with my case? I asked, or just help me bury that bone. Sledge kept digging until there was a large hole and a large mound of, a mound of dirt. Hmm, I said. Sledge wagged his tail again. Then he buried the bone, but not in the hole. He buried the bone in the mound of dirt that was next to the hole. What a strange thing to do, I thought. My dog was becoming strange, just like Rosamond and her cats. Suddenly I realized something. Sledge wasn't strange. Sledge wasn't strange at all. Sledge was brilliant. Sledge had solved the case. I wrote a note to my mother. Dear mother, Sledge is the smartest dog. He deserves an extra bone. I must go find Mr. Butler before the fair begins. Love, Nate the Great.
Chapter 9. I am not here to visit your... Vegetables. The next morning, I was back in room 236. I had told the class about... My, um, I, had, I had told my class about all the classrooms I'd visited, and no sign of Mr. Butler, Mr. Sclory asked. None. So I couldn't find him anywhere. So he's still lost, Claude said. Not for long, I said. My dog Sledge knows where he is, and I, Nate the Great, will bring him back to room 236. I walked out the door, I walked down the hall, I walked past room 237, I walked past room 238, and I stopped at room 239. And I went inside. This time I saw something amazing. There were vegetables growing in all the boxes. Corn, cauliflower, onions, lettuce, red peppers, green peppers, orange peppers, yellow peppers, and even... Blue peppers. Blue peppers. I had never seen blue peppers before. How did this all grow overnight, I asked. Mr. Butler shrugged. I have no idea, he said. Must be the vermiculite. I'm impressed, I said. But I, Nate the Great, am not here to visit your vegetables. I'm here to visit the mound of soil next to the vegetables. I bent down and started digging in the mound of soil. Nothing yet. I, keep, I kept digging. Still nothing. I dug some more. At last I felt something. Something plastic and metal and round. I pulled out the plastic and metal and round thing. It was Mr. Butler! Mr. Butler was buried in the mound of soil. Mr. Butler looks sick. Are you okay? I asked. I whistled. Mr. Butler made a strange noise. Clean up time, he groaned softly. Mr. Butler burped. Then his light went out. Mr. Butler's solar-powered batteries had run down, and his compartment was stuffed with fake dirt. Mr. Butler would need a battery change and a good cleaning. Chapter 10. Dirt, Cats, Earthworms, Clouds, and Blue Peppers. It was the morning of the Earth Day Fair. All the classes were in the gym with their science projects. Mr. Butler was now cleaned up. His solar-powered batteries were freshly charged. Are you ready? I asked. I whistled. Clean up time! Yum, yum, dirt! Yum, yum, dirt! Yum, yum, dirt! Mr. Butler shouted. He was ready. Our guard cat is going to win first prize, Rosamond said. He's very high-tech. But Mr. Butler can clean our classroom floor after we win. Yum, yum, dirt! Mr. Butler shouted. I understand how Mr. Butler find the, found the pile of dirt, Esmeralda said, but why did he start up in the first place? There's nobody in the room at night. Oh, but there is, I said. The custodian cleans the classrooms every night. Dusty listens to loud music through the headphones, and he whistles to the music, so he set off Mr. Butler when he was whistling, Esmeralda said. And the music was so loud he never heard Mr. Butler turn on, I said. The fair started. Three judges went over to the guard cat. This is high-tech Rex, Rosamond said proudly. High-tech tech. Oh, high-tech hex. He will see that you are strangers and chase you away. But high-tech hex didn't chase the judges away. Rosamond pushed the buttons. Nothing's happened. The guard dog is programmed to protect room 237. The guard cat. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I'm getting tired. The guard cat is programmed to protect room 237, I whispered to Esmeralda. I don't think he'll work in a gym. Next up was Mr. Butler. Esmeralda poured a trail of dirt on the floor, and then she whistled. Mr. Butler turned on. Clean up time! Yum, yum, dirt! Yum, yum, dirt! Yum, yum, dirt! He shouted. He started cleaning the trail of dirt. The judges clapped their hands. Whoa. Bravo! Bravo! Judge number one said.
When Mr. Butler finished with the trail, he continued to clean the floor at the gym. The judges looked at one another. Sorry, the judges looked at the other class projects. They looked at the giant, slimy earthworms. They looked at the huge, dark cloud that was starting to spread across the gym. Finally, they reached the dirt, the fake soil. By now, the vegetables had grown huge. I've never seen veggies this big, said judge number three. And I've never seen a blue pepper before, said judge number two. Each of the judges took a bite of the blue peppers. Mmm, that's delicious, judge number one said. The judges huddled together. First place in this year's Earth Day Fair goes to Mr. Gardner's class for their artificial soil, said judge number two. Do you know what artificial means? No. It means fake, not real. They also get first place for best tasting project. But not everyone was hungry for blue peppers. At that moment, someone whistled, and Mr. Butler headed straight for Mr. Gardner's fake soil vegetables. Clean up time, yum yum dirt, yum yum dirt, yum yum dirt, Mr. Butler shouted. He plowed straight into room 239's science project and began gulping up fake soil. Yum yum dirt, yum yum dirt, yum yum dirt, he shouted again. Before anyone could stop him, he had sucked up all the soil. He left the vegetables untouched. And then the giant cloud spread across the gym. The gym turned dark. Intruder alert! Intruder alert! Meow! Yelled High Tech Hex. So, High Tech Hex does work outside of room 237, Esmeralda said. Hmm, I said. Maybe it's so dark you can't tell where he is. High Tech Hex, Esmeralda laughed. A cat who guards against custodians, vacuum cleaners, and dark clouds. I prefer low-tech sludge, I said. A dog who finds bones and solves mysteries. The end.